uh, kind of put it in my heart, and I just wanted to you know, kind of expand on this uh, scripture tonight, because God kind of spoke to me through the scripture, and uh, it's going to be good. So we're going to be Hebrews 13. It's the last chapter of, of Hebrews. Paul's writing to uh, the Jewish people and uh, the Hebrews in, in Rome. Uh, and so he, he's writing this exhortation as he concludes his, his book here, his letter. Uh, the, this, their collection of letters, they're not actually books that he wrote. And so he's writing this letter to these people. And uh, as you're reading the Bible, let me just tell you that uh, if you read it through the lens that it was written by, uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit, because we believe the, the, the Bible is the infallible word of God, and, uh, and, and uh, inspired through men. And so uh, God gave this word to Paul to write to a certain people of that time. And so uh, it, it's really good to, to understand that and and kind of keep that in mind. And verse 5, he says this. He says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Come on, we could just end the night and say amen on that. Come on, that's a good word. God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Come on now. With, with, in the light of God will never leave you or forsake you. This isn't even in my notes. This is just free bonus material. Uh, God will never leave you nor forsake you. In light of that, we can have the perspective that the Lord is my helper. I will, I, we don't have anything to be afraid of because what, what are they going to do? At the end of the day, what are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? So Paul's saying, Hebrews, uh, he's saying, listen, uh, and, and if the, never will I leave you or forsake you. He's actually quoting Old Testament scriptures. He, he's speaking to them in their language because the people that he's writing to were Jewish people. They were believers and, and Christian. They're actually newly converted Christians. And so they're, they're believers, they're Jewish. And so they, they had the Torah, the, the, the Old Testament, the five, uh, first five books of the, the Old Testament. So they knew this scripture. And so Paul's speaking to them and, and, and uh, kind of meeting them on a common ground, that they are already familiar with. And he's saying, and, 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 and the part that he's, he's quoting is actually uh, Moses, uh, God speaking to the, the Israelite people through Moses. They're about to enter into the promised land, and they're about to go to a fight that, that uh, the generation before them said they couldn't do. The generation before them said, these people are too big. These people are too strong. They said, yeah, the, the land is, is amazing. It's flowing with milk and honey. The, there's grapes the size of your head. There's a, it's a great place, but we can't do it. And then, of course, we know the story. Uh, God made the Israelites uh, wander in the desert until a generation passed away. And then, then he brought these new people to, the, to the, the edge of the promised land. And the edge of the promised land, he, he told them, Never will I forsake you, or never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. See, they were about to go into a battle that people said, you can't do that. We, we're, not gonna be, we're not strong enough. We're not big enough. But he, God said, I will never leave you, never forsake you. 
And because of God never leaving us, never forsaking us, because God is our helper, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid of people. I mean, what are they going to really do? You know? What are they going to really, really do at the end of the day? So that's just bonus material. Let's get into the sermon. <laughs> Can we, uh, let's just pray one more time. God, we love you. We thank you. God, I pray that you would just speak to us, God, that you would, uh, God, just really give us a, a revelation of, of who you are and your character in our lives, God. I pray, God, that, that tonight would just be a pivotal moment in our life, Father God, that you would speak encouragement to us, God, by your Holy Spirit, that you would, cha- you would challenge our faith tonight, Father God. You would challenge the way we see things, and that, God, that you would get us out of, out of how we've always just done things, but, God, that we would have a fresh word from you, fresh manna for our spirits today. Father God, this midweek service, God, we've been uh, in, our, in the trenches uh, Monday and Tuesday at our jobs, God, I pray that you would speak life and, and that you would give us uh, a, just a fresh wind tonight, Father God. We love you and we thank you. And you, in your holy name we pray. We all said amen, amen. I don't know. I just felt like that was a word from God. If you're, I, don't, I just can't get past it right now. Uh, if you're about to, if you feel like you're in a battle, you're facing a battle, it's, it's something that, I, just, I don't know, I just not released to go past this. This wasn't even my plan to preach on. But if you feel like I'm about to, bat- you're just in a battle with something. I don't know what it is. It could be spiritual, it could be mental, it could be physical. And man, you just feel like alone. And you just feel like, I, you know, God, God when you, when, when's my break? Can I tell you that God hasn't left you? God hasn't forsaken you. You don't have to be afraid. Maybe you're, maybe you're facing something a little bit bigger than what you're used to. You're stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit. Can I tell you that God will never leave you or forsake you? He's with you, and you don't have to be afraid. God is with you. Amen. Um, so I just pray that blesses your life. Where are you? That's a good question. Where are you? Some of you might immediately say, I'm at LifePoint with my favorite preacher. God bless you. Um, some of you might be, you know, Douglasville. Where are you? It's a question that we see in the Old Testament. Uh, if you go way back to Genesis, uh, the book of Genesis, God actually asks Adam and Eve, where are you? He's walking in the garden, and it's, it's a question I've asked my kids before. I, I don't know if, if you've ever had toddlers, you've probably played this game, the, the where are you game. Where are you? I don't see you. And toddlers are terrible hiders. They're not good at it. They, they, they get behind the curtains and their shoes are, are sticking out. And it's like, but we pretend that we don't see them because we, we love them. And they, they're giggling. I'm like, you're giggling. Like, I know where you are. But it's like, they're terrible at it. But we're like, where are you? I don't see you. And they're like, and, and so we've all played that. Where are you? It's, it's a powerful question. And God's asking Adam and Eve, where are you? Where are you? And, and God's not asking because God doesn't know. He, come on, he's God. 
<laughs> you know, we're terrible hiders to God. <laughs> we're like that toddler. We're like, God, you can't really see my sin because I'm hiding from you. You can't see me. And we're giggling. We, our shoes are sticking out. And God's like, where are you? And it's not because God doesn't know where we are. Of course God knows where we are. He's God. He knows exactly where we are. He's outside of our time. He knows where we're going. He knows where we, we've been. He, he knows the failures. And yet he still loves us. Come on, that's good tonight. Uh, so he's, he's asking him, where are you? Where are you? We can be at a place physically like tonight. We can be physically here at LifePoint Church with your favorite preacher preaching preaching a good word, amen? And, uh, but mentally, spiritually, even emotionally, we can be someplace far different. Where are you tonight? I'm not asking you where you are in proximity to me or, or location or a GPS. Uh, me and my wife, we have, uh, I guess gr grammatically correct, my wife and I uh, have uh, coordinates on a bracelet she bought these for me because my wife loves me and she's amazing and uh and it's coordinates and you may ask where are those coordinates to it's north and and uh and and north and west coordinates and it's uh if you go there it's uh hunter park you might ask why do you have hunter park coordinates on your wrist because uh when we were dating uh when i was 17 years old uh and glistened in my eye and and uh 16, sorry, 16. We were friends, and, and we were best friends, and uh, we would go to Hunter Park every night, and we'd play, uh, well, most nights, a lot of nights, and we would play uh, tennis, and, and we'd walk the track, and, and, I, and it, was, it was during those times I was falling in love with her, and I would ask her, I would just playing around, and be like, would you marry me if, if I asked you to marry me on this baseball field or something like that? And, and so we fell in love at Hunter Park, and so uh, those are coordinates. I'm not asking you where you are uh, coordinates. I'm asking you, where are you? Where are you? See, we can be physically at a place but emotionally checked out. We can be physically at a place and spiritually checked out. We can be at a place and, and, and just completely checked out but physically there. Last night I saw Endgame. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, neither was I. It's a uh, Marvel movie. Everyone's talking about it. My kids wanted to go. And, uh, and, and so I love my family. I've never seen any of the Avengers. I may have seen a little bit of the first one. I'm just really not into it. Uh, I know that's, that's weird, but uh, it's just, I don't know. And so we were there, and I was watching it, but I wasn't really like, in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are clapping. I'm like, yo, they can't hear you. It's a screen. Like, <laughs> what are we clapping for? Uh, and people are getting excited, and they know all these characters, and the characters have all these abilities. And I'm completely confused. I don't know who's who and what's what. I don't know why they do what they do. And I'm over here, I'm like, man, why, why is that important? You know, and and, and she's not like hugely into it, but she knows more than I do, basically about everything, but um, about that subject too. And so uh, she was kind of filling me in, but I wasn't really there. Like I was there with my family having fun. The popcorn was amazing. I can tell you about that. The 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 pretzels with the nacho cheese. I'm like gonna have to fast five days to get all the sodium out of my system, but uh, uh, it was it was good. And so I wasn't quite quite there. A lot of times in our life, we can be just checked out. Where are you? And in the Western culture, we move so quick. Everything moves quick. 
You go down 285, the speed limit's going to say 55, everyone's doing 90. You know, <laughs> everything's going quick. Everyone's honking their horn, get out of the way, I got a place to be. We, you know, life moves quick. Especially in our Western culture, we we want everything fast. We want we want everything fast. We want the highest internet speeds. We want we want to drive the fastest cars. And we want to we you know quick. Everything's quick. We my kids. Bella's not here tonight because she's she's got stuff to do. But um, she she's like, Dad, I can't wait to you know do this. I can't wait to get out of high school. I'm like, Bella, slow down. You have your whole life ahead of you. Like, be in the moment. Enjoy the moments. And see, when Paul's writing to the, the, the Hebrews, he says, be content. He says, be content with what you have. But if you look a little bit deeper, the, the real meaning is, is, is really about being present, being content. Be, be not necessarily content with, with what you have, like, we don't run after the love of money and, and, and material things. No, we want to be content with that. Uh, although I do like some new electronics, amen? Um, just, you know, but I'm content with what I have. But there's, there's more depth there. He's really saying, be present. And that's what I want to talk to you a little bit tonight, is be present. Basically, Paul's saying, be present in the moments. I wonder what moments and what things we've missed in life because we weren't quite present. You know, I look as I preach to young people and talk to young people, uh, teenagers especially, uh, this is what I see. There's even a, there's even an epidemic where uh, it's, it's people are having neck problems and, and back problems because they're slunched over like this. And I, I mean, I can't point one finger and I have three pointing back at me that's that's the rule right because I, I use my phone a lot because I I don't know because I'm a youth pastor and so I, I like I like my phone I have a picture of my beautiful wife on it and I like to see her so I'm looking at my phone and, uh, and I'm, I'm hunched over too but I miss moments I wonder how many because we can we can be physically at a place but we have a screen that can take us anywhere we want to go we have Instagram that has pictures. I, f I follow this one uh, Instagram account called uh, Earth Pictures, and they show these, like, um, beautiful places, the, just the most beautiful places on Earth. And a lot of times I'll, I've never seen it or, or, you know, like they show these little huts and the bluest water and the and fish swimming, and I'm like, man, I want to stay there. Like, <laughs> how do I get there? So I click the map, and the map will take you, and I can instantly be in the Mediterranean Sea. You know, I can instantly be somewhere. We can get, hop on YouTube, watch video after video after video after video. We can literally go anywhere. I don't know if you've seen VR, I've experienced VR. The, all, all the gaming systems now have VR, and you can put these goggles on, and you can literally be anywhere you want now. Like, we are a society that, that is not present. We might be present physically, but mentally, spiritually, emotionally, we are not present. And can I tell you that... We miss things when we're not present. I don't know about you, uh, but 
when I get overwhelmed, the way I deal with things sometimes, or I tend to deal, it's one thing I've been working on, is I, I disconnect. I just, I shut down, I disconnect. When there's conflict, I don't like conflict. I, I'm a pretty passive guy. I love people. I just like to get along. Let's just peace, love, let's get along. But when there's conflict, when there's a lot of pressure on me, when I was at school, Rian can tell you, I would have a huge paper due, and I would feel all this pressure to get it done, and I would just go and lay down. <laughs> I'll just go to sleep. I just, I got, I got, I disconnect. I don't know if you're a type A person. Uh, Rihanna's more a type A. You, you, can, you can miss moments because you're making lists. Right? If you're a type A person, you're making lists and you're going through the list. I need to get this. I need to do this. I need to do that. Uh, you're, you're trying to live a few steps ahead. You're, you're missing the moments. Can we, can we just be present? I, I feel like God's asking us tonight, where are you? Where are you? We want to go big event to big event. We want bigger things. We, you know, we, when you think of your life even, you want to think about the big events. I was thinking about this, being in the moment, like some of the best times I've, I've shared and some of the most intimate times I've shared with my wife are, are just a, a quiet touch on the hand or a, 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 a touch on the shoulder. You know, it's not this big event. <laughs> They're illustrating it. <laughs> you know? It's not this big event. Yeah, we had fun at our wedding, but honestly, I could I did barely talk to her at my wedding because all the people there, you know, she didn't get to eat. And it's 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 you know, it's it's do this, do that, you gotta dance with this person, this, 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 we're doing this next. And it was, you know, but the intimate moments, quiet moments. We live in a society that we don't have too many quiet moments anymore. There's TVs running, there's phones ringing. There's something playing. We can play music anywhere we want now. All the time have music in play. But the quiet moments, that's where God speaks. Come on, the best moments I've had with God are those quiet moments where I've just quieted myself down. And I've been in the moment. I've been present. And God will speak to me. Man, God speaks in the quiet. God speaks in the still moments. God speaks when we are present. When we're present. Where are you? Where are you tonight? Where are you when you pray? Where are you when you're seeking God? Are you present? There's so many times in, in life where we just need to be present. And that's really why I just wanted, I just felt like God wanted to speak to you tonight. Be present. Let's be, let's be in a society of, of loudness and noise and a society of, of everything moving fast. Man, can we just slow down? I wonder how many people God have, has tried to get our attention and, and nudged us. And so maybe it's someone out in public and, and God was gently nudging you because that's the way our God speaks to us a lot of times. Sometimes God will get on a megaphone and be like, hey, <laughs> knock you off your donkey, right? <laughs> on the Damascus road like he did Paul. But most of the time God speaks to us and, and this gentle nudges. 
And the Holy Spirit will, will, if we're not present, we're not aware, we're not in the moment, man, we can miss being a blessing to someone. We can miss, even in our church, I mean, we have, we have so many great things going on in our youth ministry. We have, we had an amazing hype night this past uh, hype night. We mixed it up. We did tie-dye shirts. It was a lot of fun. Um, we have a movie night coming up Friday night. We have lots of things going on. We're, we're, we're changing our name of the church. We got this new building. We have all these things going on. But the moments, those quiet moments, and just being present in the moment, you know, man, there's just po- there's power in that. And I feel like we miss so much. We miss so much. The when we're quiet and 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 we're present, that's when the relationships get deeper. You know, one thing me and my wife, we've actually been really talking a lot about being present. And one thing, and, and and I've really tried to do is being present when I'm with my kids uh, and and Rihanna and I. Put my phone away. I'm just being more present in the moment with them. And the depth of our relationship has been just night and day because when we're present and that and that that goes with God too when we're just present with God and we take that time and we don't rush through that that Bible study we don't rush through that prayer and we just take that few moments and and I would encourage you and look I've never I'm not a morning person at all like I like the morning is for should be reserved for coffee and like not talking to me right and um one thing me and my wife have, have started doing, uh, we've done it. We've been pretty consistent for a couple of months now. Is uh, we just take the first few minutes in the morning and, and say a prayer together. And we haven't been perfect, but we we strive to do it every morning. And and just a quick Bible study, whether it's a, someone else written study or uh, or just a scripture. And um, and <laughs> we're terrible though because we don't really get out of bed. Or I was just like I nudge her and like. God bless us day, and I was like, I don't have my glasses on, I got, you know, uh, morning vo- voice and breath, and so I don't really, I don't really face her either, because I don't want to gross her out, so I'm like, God bless us day, we give it to her, you know, and, uh, and I'm trying to wake up, and, uh, and then I grab my phone, because it's too dark to actually read the paper Bible, and I don't have my glasses on, so I finally uh, knock it off the bed stand, and then I pick it up, and then, uh, then it's really bright, and I, I'm like, I'm squinting, and uh, and then I stumble through it because I don't have my glasses on because I don't want to f- find them, and um, but in those moments, I'm telling you, God has 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 blessed, and and I'd never, and look, I've been a Christian since I was 16, but I never thought I would ever say that because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I used to used to be like, just do it during the day if you're not a morning person. At night, that's fine. <laughs> But there's something about the first few moments, just that quietness in the morning um, before the dog starts barking, before I'm yelling at my kids to wake up and making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and um, all that, just before the, the, the craziness of our day, man, those quiet moments and just being present. I just want to encourage you, in a, in a crazy, hectic world, let's just be present. Let's be present with each other, too. Like, we're a family. Like, you know, when we come into the house of God, uh, I, I'm not preaching at you. I'm, pre- I'm preaching to myself, too. Man, I need to be present because when we're present in here and somebody walks in, man, God can speak to us. You know, and, and you never know what somebody's going through. They could have a smile on their face and, 
and the Holy Spirit just give you a word of knowledge or just a word of encouragement to someone. But if we're, if we're not present, we miss that. It's almost 8 o'clock, and I don't want to keep you guys uh, for much longer. If the band could come, um, if we have a band, yeah, we got a band. Praise God for you guys. I just want to end, um, just want to end the night um, just with a word of prayer, and just a, a moment of, of being present in worship. Uh, I know we have lots of things going on in our lives, and um, let me slide this over here. There's lots of things going on in our lives, and we're probably, you know, we all face things, different challenges and different seasons in our life, and you might be walking through a, a challenging season, financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically, whatever it is. We all go through these seasons, and um, man, I just want to pray for you, because I believe God is a healing God. I believe in the power of God. And I believe that God, when I say the power of God, one thing the past couple of months that we've been talking about in our breakfast club, and and one thing God's just kept bringing back to me. When we talk about power, God, uh, the power of God, a lot of times we think of this power that's outside of us, this, this mystical, invisible power type thing, this, the power of God. It's not a fall from the ceiling. The power of God rain down. It's like, but really, the Bible talks about the power of God being in us. And he says that, that you know, we can do imaginably more than we think we're imagining according to the power that's in us. The power that raised Lazarus from the dead is not out there somewhere, but it's every believer. Every believer, it's in us. We just have to tap into it. We just have to believe. We just have to our, the, have the faith, bless you, and uh, to tap into that. It's not some mystical thing that we're trying to figure out or we need some sort of doctrine or dogma for. No, it's just Trust in God and love in God and understanding that we have the power that's in us. Man, it's not, we don't have to have a theological degree to, to tap into that power, but it's every believer. We just celebrate Easter. I don't know, I'm just talking. But I'm, I'm just kind of just flowing in the spirit tonight. I just hope it blesses you. Maybe I'm shooting darts. Maybe something will stick. I don't know. <laughs> but we just celebrated Easter and Jesus, the resurrection Christ, and, and he tore the, the veil. And, and now we can walk in. We have access to the power. We have access to the presence of God. Man, that's good. So I just believe in the power of God that's in you first and in me and and everyone in here. And so um, when I say the power of God, I really want you to understand that's in you. Man, God has given you the power he, of healing in your body, just the way God has designed us. I, I mean, just the body is designed to heal itself, you know. That, that power resides in us. And, and then uh, God's Holy Spirit's in us. So let's just stand.